Hello, and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Amphibia, which we'll be talking about today. Uh, I'm your host, Alex Bonilla, and today I'm joined by Michelle Andrew. Hello. Ali Martin. Hi. And Steve Zeck. Yo. Today we are getting back in the Amphibia saddle. We're here to talk season two, uh, the first 11 episodes that have come out up to Marcy at the Gates, which was released the day that we are recording this, August 15th, 2020. Uh, if you want to find our previous discussions on Amphibia, we, we've talked to season one already on this podcast. You can find that at OverlyAnimated.com. You can subscribe to us on your favorite uh, podcast app by searching for Overly Animated. And you can also find us on YouTube at YouTube.com slash OverlyAnimated. But yeah, we're here. This, uh, the weekly episodes of Amphibia have been blessed upon us for the past couple of months. And we're here to catch up on how we're feeling about the, about the new season, especially with the most recent episode, Marcy of the Gates, which I'm sure we'll be talking specifically about uh, a bit in this uh, podcast. But we'll begin with uh, a bit of general thoughts about how, how we're feeling about Amphibia at, at this point in the season. Um, let's go to you, Michelle, first, since uh, I know you, you've been eager to talk about Amphibia on the podcast for a while. Uh, how are you feeling about the season so far? I'm feeling really good. Um, I feel like we've definitely gotten a lot more at this point in the season than we were at last season, which is understandable. But I also feel like the structure of this is very much in line with like a Steven universe where you can go like six episodes without touching on any plot. And then suddenly someone brings up like, oh, yeah, remember that friend I had, Marcy? Yeah, I I still wonder about her. (laughs) Surprise, we're going to actually talk about her in this episode, which like I always find that structure really fun um so like i'm i'm on board with it i'm willing to wait for the good stuff i was very hyped to see sasha and grime again um general yuan or you union she's in her name so many times don't make us pull out the full monologue i, I love <laughs> so much and i'm so excited for her to be a reoccurring character um marcy was such a joy like i know we're gonna talk a lot about her like for not knowing literally anything about her in season one uh, i feel like they did a really good job with that episode especially just like introducing her character and seeing how she's evolved but it's still like very much herself at the same time she still has like her marcy quirks even though she's grown a lot being on her own um i mean i honestly the thing i was most shook about was just like these crossovers like, I did not see Wax Museum coming in a million years. I, like, again, it's like, of all the shows to blend Gravity Falls with, you chose the frog one. But maybe that's just the magic and ingeniousness of it, because it works so well with this alternative universe of just, like, the curator and frogs. I love it. it's just, like, called Frog Series. It's so good. <laughs> um, and then, like, we got Trumpet, which, like, I, like, don't even understand. <laughs> why Crumpet's here but I'll take you like I'm still pretty convinced that he is a puppet even in universe because we never see his legs and the way he flaps his arms around just feel like a puppet to me so I feel like Crumpet is just like his (laughs) I don't know his alternative ego um, the way Wally has an alternative ego, like so does Kermit, apparently. <laughs> um, so, like in general, I feel like this season feels very much like first season, but just kind of amplified in a lot of ways. 
Um, the structure feels very similar, but we're definitely getting into a lot more plot stuff a lot more early on. I mean, we're already at, I presume, the biggest city in the entire world of Amphibia at this point, And we're not really even halfway through yet. So I feel like that's pretty intentional. And I'm sure we'll get into that more later. In general, like pretty hype though. I'm I'm having a really good time with these frogs this season. <laughs> yeah, you, you definitely touched on a lot of different elements that we're going to talk about. I'm really glad you snuck a crumpet in in your initial thoughts. Right! Uh, that, that, that stuck with you so much, you needed to get that out of the way early. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll probably find time to talk about him. Um, uh, Ali, let, let's uh, go to you next. So, uh, what what's your general feelings on the season so far? Um, pretty much in the same vein as what Michelle was talking about in terms of it being like season one, but kind of amplified also, but also it feels kind of more fast paced, but not in a way that feels rushed because obviously they're going on a journey. And in season one, they were like in the town of, is it called Wordwood? I don't want to mess yeah, that up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I really, I've loved where it's going so far. The, I initially started watching the show because I heard that, um, uh, person of color was the main character so that's like what really got me invested but i've just been loving the world building and also like just the characters around the humor like there's a lot of really underrated jokes in this show and just like a lot of disney shows recently in general um i really i don't know how to feel about the wax museum but it was a trip and a half um i did i really um sasha and grime are like the two I really want to see. So that episode might have been my favorite out of the bunch that we got mm-hmm. until today's episode with Marcy because she's just perfect. Um, love Hot Pop, as usual. Yes. Um, Polly Goodness. has been getting a little better. I like her a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about all the... Well, we're going to try to get through all the episodes specifically, but I really <laughs> like the gags, like Michelle was talking about too. What, um, what the heck was it? Crumpet? <laughs> it's Crumpet. Really good. And that's just the whole that like town and the family with like the fancy pants stuff i don't know i mean i'm feeling really good about it but i'm really worried after the episode we got today with that ending but it's (laughs) it only makes the hype more more um intense so i'm excited to see what's coming okay okay nice nice uh steve uh let's go to you now um uh how how are you feeling about the season overall oh i'm loving it so far um you know, when I found out this season going to start out like a road trip, it reminded me very much of Tangled Season 2, with same direction, going road trip. Well, opposed to that. Uh, that that took the whole season. This is over already. We're at our destination, so I give the show credit for that. Mm. Of course, in Tangled, at the end of road trip, someone betrayed everyone, so could that happen here? Tangled, oh, I'm not caught up. No! <laughs> I- I'm looking at you, Sprig. I'm looking at you. <laughs> you think he's going to betray them, Steve? I'm just joking. I'm joking. Um, You made me lose my train of thought. Um, Yeah, it's, it's great. Uh, I, I really was thinking it back. I like, I think the uh, Shasha Grimes episode would probably be my favorite as well. I'm really taking it back directions those characters took because it reminds me so much of Zuko and Iroh in season two of Avatar, The Last oh. Airbender, in like, they sort of, right now, they're like the outcast from the bad guys. <gasps> so they true. sort of have to do their own thing. And though I think in a way, Sasha, she's sort of a mix of Zuko and Azula in a way. Because, cause, you know, Azula sort of kind of breaking point when, like, she like her friends stood up to her. And I think that's Shasta going through a similar thing because Anne stood up to her. 
So she said kind of a great little bridge between those two characters. That's kind of interesting. Um, of course, I love Crumpet. Oh my god, Crumpet. We're, we're, we're three for three on Crumpet mentions. Come on. <laughs> oh no. Oh yeah, and I yeah, and Marcy, I, I when I first heard her, I really I was just like Sprig. I didn't trust her when I first like for the beginning until we met her. Because now she's adorable. I I I know she's good, but you know, at the beginning, like the whole series, I'm thinking maybe she's not human. Maybe there's some twist there, but I'm glad I'm wrong there. Um so many thoughts here. Oh, and, okay. and I think it's only fitting that we we come back here together to do this show because this is sort of the uh it's 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 the okay KO of Disney Channel right now in terms of it's sort of under the radar, the you know, sort of the standing in the weeds and shadows of other shows like Owl House or like DuckTales <sighs> in season one. You know, it's it's perfect that we do it. Oh, and one last thing, I do have some bad news. Um my friend wanted to come on with this podcast, he couldn't make it. But he left a pre-recorded message, and I have it for you right now. Oh my god, I'm oh, so excited. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, be hype! Come on! Hello, everybody. You're over here. Kermit the Frog here. Sorry I couldn't make it here, but uh, as, as the uh, authority of Amphibia, of all things frogs at Disney, I have approval here. And if everyone's listening to the show, it means this podcast has met my approval. And I look guys doing a great job here. Off and I off an Illumity. Lumi, go team Illumity. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, so I'm, 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 I'm cutting this off. I'm cutting this off. The impression was good for like the first two seconds. It kind of derailed <laughs> after that. But. Uh, well, that's why I was recording. I want to get out of the way. Steve, uh, I want you to personally thank Kermit for leaving us a recorded message. And I love that this is canon that Kermit stands Illumity also. Right, Kermit yes. said queer rights for <laughs> uh, stay, stay tuned for the Owl House podcast which will probably come out later today after you listen to this uh, so um, lots of things to, to get to uh, I'll briefly mention I am loving Amphibia season 2 I agree with the Valley that it feels faster paced and I think that's a large part due to the, ch- to the change in format to road trip versus us being uh, staying in Wardwood the whole time we're like get get seeing new settings every episode we're cut but at the same time keeping the focus of Anne and, and the planters so like I, I i'm liking the the shift that we've got going on here and of course we get to visit the uh, the other humans around and that's like the big uh, the big hook going on story wise so the fact that we, we were here with marcy like was just really exciting and i think that's where we'll start first with her because the, she's been a, a much hyped parts of, of the show lore we've been thinking about when she's gonna show up and she finally does here we finally get our first taste of full-on marcy uh she's uh a bit of a klutz but like this uh, I'll, I'll say the reunion between marcy and Anne melted my heart very much I was, I was very happy to see tears and hugs and it was it was it was relief relieving especially considering like what how sasha and Anne happened so like i'm just really happy that we're at least starting on a good foot here um ali uh how how well what's your reactions to to marcy and and this episode were, were you were you excited to to get to see her oh very much but i was also i i might be remembering this wrong did we get like a cryptic sort of like um not flashback but like scene of her or like where she might be in season one i feel like there was like a really like <laughs> i don't know 
I feel like we've, we've only saw the we, we had only seen the photo up up to this point. Like I think okay, never mind. We, we hadn't seen because I was he mentioned video. her when they were in like the thrift store or something. Right. But I don't know if we. We didn't know what her personality was going right, to be like right. up to this point for yeah. sure. So in I that sense, I was definitely skeptic or skeptical, but I'm yeah. really glad that we finally got to her now and not like kind of at the end of the season. Well, Sasha didn't even really come in at the end of the first season, but it was really towards the end. So I'm kind of glad that at least we're going with like more exposition at the beginning. But again, it like it ties in because this is the second season. It makes more sense to do that now. Um, she's great. I love that she plays D and D, and that she is a video game nerd, and she plays what is it JRPGs? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we literally na- name check uh, JRPGs. There's like some character and apparently class she, discussion like, has going on. Them with her, so I'm waiting for her to share them with Sprig <laughs> she, because he'd definitely be into it. She is just adorable. Yeah, she's the best. I also really like that she's also not white. I hate. I mean, I'm sorry to be that person. <laughs> I love that there's Sasha, and I love that she's complicated, but I also love that the two other girls are people of color, and it's fantastic. Good job, Disney. Yeah, that's a, that's a fair thing to bring up, yeah. Um, and Mich- Michelle, uh, your, your, your Marcy thoughts, <laughs> this came out today, so they're, they're fresh. How are you feeling? I mean, I agree with Ali that I was honestly a little skeptical with, like, Sprig, just because, like... I don't know. <laughs> I guess Sasha really did do a number on all of our expectations for what the two of their friends. Yeah, we're all a little traumatized. I mean, we're, we we knew literally nothing about Marcy. So if Anne's other friend is such an extreme, like it would make sense that Marcy is kind of in that vein. But Marcy's like this beautiful blend of being like super smart and, and really good at like the research and like maybe science experimental side um of learning things but also like super oblivious to very obvious things which honestly gives me a little bit of entrapped vibes but like a little toned down from that and i really like that because like as much as i liked entrapped it made me feel bad whenever anyone would be really mad at her for being like so invested in this one thing she cares about and being like oh you're like yeah like and Marcy's like, she, she th- no one's really mad at Marcy. I mean, Anne has her own thing where she's so used to watching after Marcy that she's the one that has to kind of like step back and realize that her friend being alone has allowed her to kind of grow and be more independent. And she's risen to that challenge and she's really like kind of in a better place for it. And that's like all on Anne. Like Marcy herself has been doing fine on her own. And I really like that that's more like the takeaway than like, oh, Marcy should just stop being so oblivious. Like not, she's she's figured out a way to make this work and she's like perfectly alive and happy. And she's actually really thriving in this new city. So I think that aspect of her was really nice to see too. I love that she's an archer. I forgot to mention that. That's my favorite. <laughs> well, look, her, her outfit. After that crossbow. Yeah, her outfit alone, <laughs> like from, from the trailer, is like, oh, yeah. Like, it's, it's somebody cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then the gags with the cape getting caught on fire were just, I, I kept laughing every time. Like, the first time I was like, yeah. And then every time it happened, I laughed harder. <laughs> the last time, it's like, there really wasn't even a fire that time. That's when I, like, died. It was so <laughs> terrible. Uh, I, I also briefly want to comment on like the dynamic between Anne and uh, Marcy, with in terms of, like Anne like feeling protective to- towards Marcy. I mean, what, uh, uh, 
I feel like a more angsty show might have like stretched that out for a couple episodes, make us worry that there's gonna be like some kind of rifts or like resentments from, from Marcy. But like it's resolved in this episode, and Anne is like very sweet about it. like no, I like, just don't want to lose a friend again. It's like it, it yeah. killed it killed me how how sincere it was. But like yeah. I, I also appreciate for my future health that I don't have to worry about this stretching into <laughs> multiple episodes. I could just see them be happy together. Uh, oh, famous. <laughs> last words don't hold your breath I, I, I know i know <laughs> um uh, uh, steve uh, any any extra marcy thoughts you want to throw in here uh, i don't know uh I, I just love marcy man she, she's adorable like i said um and she's definitely not what i pictured either um especially when i look at her design i thought she would be a little more you say lo- a little more serious especially given her style but um She's awesome and great. I do think though next week I would not surprise. I think we're going to get a new opening next week, at least a tweak on a new opening because you know the part where you see uh, you know Anne and Sasha having that fight, and you see in the background Marcy her backs to the camera. I think now that she's appeared, they're going to tweak that a bit, and her her she's going to be facing the camera doing that part of the opening. So because that's what anime does all the time. Oh no. <laughs> Well, 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 um, it's but, certainly possible. I do it. We haven't actually talked about the new intro on like an amphibia dedicated podcast. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 Sasha and Spin sword fight is still like the most. Yeah. Like we, we've watched it for like five, four weeks now. It's still a, 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 such a yeah. good thing. But anyway, go on. Steve. And I'm bummed though. It, apparently, it's not canon. It's just like some dream or something. I although it did happen in season one, but I I thought we were gonna have another one in season two when I saw the trailer. I'm like hype. It hype and it looks like it's not going to happen, but um, maybe not that particular fight. Yeah, but, but well, it's interesting. It's and symbolic. I do, of their I do energy think it's interesting in that the three girls they each sort of have taken in by the different species and taken in by the frog, Sasha, the toes, and Marcy, the Newtopians. So I kind of hopefully, good point. yeah. yeah. And, and you know what? I thought going in, though, perhaps, and though the ending really proved it wrong, that Anne is important to the king, I thought maybe what we're going for was that Marcy was still the chosen one, and Anne just happened to be there when she got sucked into this world. I thought that would have been an extra clever little twist, is the main character is just a buddy of the chosen one. True. Uh, we we can begin getting into into theories stuff uh, because uh, the the end of this episode is well actually before we like I just want to be with Mar- with Marcina because this is going to bother me if I don't mention it. Uh, <laughs> the, does anybody feel shipping feels here? Is it, is it just me? Oh, yeah. Alex, Look, I, I'm just. I, well, I want will see. so bad. They she have like be- the best bond. I mean, and Sasha would have to. There's so much work there before they could get to a good place. Yeah, like, but, so, so Shan is good if you want there. the angst, right? But, like, yeah. Marcy yes. and is good because well, I just like sweet listen, things. have you considered OT3? Because I always <laughs> do. I mean, that, that's always the fallback, isn't it? <laughs> it's like, why not get them all together? Perfect yes. <laughs> I will say... When they, when they're like sitting at the fountain at the end and just kind of being like, yeah, I don't know how to get home either. And we like, we, Sasha's not here to tell us what to do. We can be our own people. And they kind of hype each other up. That was genuinely so sweet and moving. And like, it really got to my heart in a big way. It's very telling that like, Marcy wasn't even surprised about the fight that they had. Like, she was like, oh, was it bad? Not even like, what? You guys thought she asked, like, 
It's like she knew that something like yeah, that. Was like, like, oh yeah, this is a regular thing. That's just how yeah. Sasha be. And I'm surprised though. Marcy, at least I'm happy though. She at least wants to go home too. I thought the fact that she found so much development in this world that she like, she would she be like yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Sasha wants to stay because, but though for other reasons, because I do have theories on her backstory, her home life is kind of messed up. That's probably why she doesn't want to yeah, go back. True. But, but yeah, I think Marcy at least has the right head. Like I thought maybe she'd be like, Hey, I'm doing great here. Why not stay, stick around? And but no, we got that out of the way. She has, she knows she has to go back to. We just have to get find Sasha and get our head straight. So, mm-hmm. and, and so like in that final discussion, like they, they talk about like neither of them figure, knowing how to get home, and Anne like says something along the lines of like, "Well, I found you. So, like, I'm not sure what what we do now." So, but and so like that. Were that you would like point- kiss? Yeah, that, I mean that, that that would be ideal, right? But, <laughs> uh, but but then we cut to this uh, shadowy figure up in the tower. Um, well, Keith I still David's have a, voice comes out. Uh, I still have an orgasm from that. Oh, boy. I didn't know who it was. I just knew he had like an air of menace about him, and I got worried. Alex, yeah. did you say the voice actor? Because I yeah, totally yeah. know his voice. Yeah, Keith David, uh, Flame King ah, from Adventure Time. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of other uh, gargoyles. He's been in so much, There's but like he, funny. you always go to him if you need a menacing voice. And uh, yep. here we have him as as the king. Um, he's also the president in Rick and Morty. Um, that that might resonate <laughs> with people. Uh, oh, yeah. but, uh, How do you know that? Oh yeah, I, well, well, I mean his voice is one of the more recognizable ones in animation. But like it, anyways, we we, some... we have the the king here. Uh let me let me pull up his name. Uh, king Andreas according to the credits. Uh he has this chessboard. He has a, a little piece of Marcy and he puts a piece of it's he, so creepy. He already has an and piece and he's putting it on the board yeah. and he's like Did let he, the like, game begin. He did, knew like, about all this. What does did that Marcy mean? have pictures that he like stalked really creepily? Oh, I'm so like, mean, I think that means that her Grimes and Sasha's little plan is not going to go well. It's not going to go well. They're not going to win. It looks like. Right. Well, you never so, like, know. They can be sneaky enough. <laughs> yeah. So like on the one hand, we have this king. We have Newtopia. And on the other hand, from Toadcatcher, at the end of that episode sets up that Grime and Sasha are going to uh, build an army to go against the capital of Newtopia. So we're, we're begin, so like with the, those like five seconds of like, oh, there's a king now and <laughs> oh, spooky, um, a menacing thing going on. Uh, I, I feel like that's probably our, our where our story is uh, sort of heading. Um, Michelle, I'm not sure if you have any thoughts on, on where, uh, on, What's what's gonna go what's gonna go on in the rest of the season? I mean, we're gonna have to deal with King shenanigans in Utopia, it feels like for the foreseeable future. I'm like honestly shook that he like knows who all three of the girls are because they like they're the only ones should who should know about each other. I'm wondering maybe like he saw it because it seems like so Anne has a Polaroid of the three of them. Right. Sasha also pulled out another copy of the same Polaroid. So it makes sense. Marcy has one on her as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe the king got it from her. I think the king, like Hot Pop, I'm pretty sure, uh-huh. knows that the music box can transport people between worlds. And I feel like he's going to have some kind of political reason for wanting to get those three girls together because I still think they all need to be together to go home. Because of the three gems on the music box, I mean, it just all the pieces are coming together here, and the king's in on it. And like, 
That makes me really wonder because initially in season one, I thought that the toads were kind of in charge of the world and frogs were like their peons. But no, I think the newts actually rule on top. Oh, Except I, like, is the king a toad or a newt or a frog? I don't oh, know. I, oh, I can't forget. I don't forget. I can't. The newts have the fanciest city, so they seem to have the most money and political power uh, in Amphibia. Yeah. And I do I, believe I, Grime mentions that he's considered a traitor by this government. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it, it yes. does seem like he kind of like worked for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of same thought too. Though I think in a way, though, the Toads and Sasha are very much similar in terms of they bully people because they're being bullied by other people. Yeah, that, yeah, and that's why I think that why Sasha and the Toads are, are together. Those those characters are very similar, so that works right there. Um. I have I have a feeling though this like I said this king, he's definitely menacing, and mm-hmm. I do have a thought of how I think what's going to happen in the season two finale. If you want to talk about it now, um, briefly, well, briefly before I, I forget, um, Michelle, you mentioned something about like the the king maybe like trying to get all three of them together. I did find interesting yes. that, that Mar- Marcy when she's talking about this is like, well, if we can't get Sasha, it's not worth it. So like, I'm curious, yeah, does she know that? about this? Does she know about this plan? I, you know, again, remember how me and Ally were like, mm, like maybe Squigs. Spriggs right, maybe something's up with Marcy. Maybe Marcy knows is connected more to the king than she's initially letting on. Mm-hmm. And while she genuinely still likes Anne, maybe there's more at play here. And the king like promised to help send them all back, but in order to do that, she's got to like help him out with getting the three mm-hmm. of them together. Like I feel like that could be a plot that's connected. But yeah. why does he want to get them together? That's the shady part <laughs> for me. I think he. I think he wants to go to the other world. He wants yeah. to conquer that too. He wants ah. power. Yeah. Yeah, I should have thought of that, obviously. <laughs> no, we don't know him. It's just like, that's the MO of any evil king. So that's what I will we're going say, on. I didn't even know because I didn't look at the credits. I thought the guy talking was just a war general, not the king. So now I'm extra worried. Oh. I, I'm, I'm wondering, though. How, <laughs> yeah, that how's he related to, to um, what's that, that girl's name? Olsen? I forgot her name. Oh, the you? Oh, yeah, Olivia. How's oh. she related to her? Is she like... Uh, like her, is she like his her daughter oh, or something or yeah, yeah. Possibly, yeah. Yes. If she's, like if they're not the queen and they're addressed as lady that means they're the princess or something right yeah so I think so if so she probably probably if after we defeat this king she might be the one who's gonna be in charge once the good guys we win so perhaps so I think perhaps maybe, I'm hoping she'd be like a limo like a prince rule and she'd just free everybody and make everything a democracy in a way when this is over. Oh, okay, already looking ahead to the to the overthrow. Well, but that's not my theory. Good, I was good, talking good. about what oh. I think is going to happen. <laughs> I think season two finale. I think very simple. And in the, in our heroes, we're going to defeat Grimes and Shasha. Their little coup is going to fail, and the king will reward them by locking up in jail because he thinks they're too much of a threat, too much power. So he just locked them up so they won't go after him. But I think pretty much everyone will get away except for. Grimes and Hop Pop, those two will be imprisoned, and everyone oh else will gosh. be free. And so, no, I'll be the kids. They gotta, they gotta, they gotta, you know, live their lives without. Wait, this is like, a new ad. 
This took a turn, Steve. Uh, This is Steve's fanfic corner. Give him room. (laughs) I was hoping for a Hop Pop Grimes team up to save everyone else, but I guess that's not happening in Steve's story. But in a way, though, he'll keep locked up. In a way, if he had Grimes and Hop Pop locked up, he can control Anne and Sasha to do what he wants, so... Oh, got their favorite amphibian, I see. (gasps) Oh, that's cheating. Diabolical. I, I I do want a a, a a human trio team up at some point in this show, so that that yeah. that would be, be fun if we ever get there. Um, an, another element to all this, uh, at least in the earlier episodes, I don't think it shows up in like the more recent ones. But we have uh, Ford in the road. The 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 planters come across this factory. And from the fact that yes! comes this robot. And in various Robots. episodes after that, we see the robot kind of like following their journey. So, what, what, what's the robot's deal? Well, what, what's, what's going on here? Laputa. Is this like totally something different? Mm. Well, like, Laputa, in what sense? Like, <laughs> yeah, what Alex, is yeah, it doing? It's a robot. That's <laughs> okay, that was the of it. I wonder if he's friend or foe. I think he could be an ally. So the factory is definitely tied to the military slash kingdom, right? There's no way it's not. Maybe it's, like, ancient, though. That's what's weird about it. It had, like, the architecture that seemed, like, ancient, like, Mayan or Aztec or something. But it's, like, very advanced technology at the same time. So, like, what does that imply? I remember back in... magic technology? Does this world have science? I think it's legit science, which does not mesh with, like, amphibia Mm. at all. To me, yeah. so Although, like, what, is that a human thing? Like, yeah, that's I don't the thing. They don't have, it. like, they don't have a uh, trashy TV. We saw Suspicion Island, and they didn't know like what TV was. So this is like exactly. very strange. But I don't remember. Did Hot Pop seem like he knew what was going on, or like no. that he had an idea no. of what it was? I don't think so. I think it's they're just, all kind of confused. So sus. I'm always on the look out mm. with him. Uh, and well, he uh, like hides everything, so it's possible he knows, but I don't know. When they talk about Newtopia, they often refer to it as like the home of ancient wisdom and st- stuff like that. <laughs> so, like, I wonder. Uh, I, I think that that is like uh, setting up a possibility that like this is like old Newtopian technology that, that at some point they colonized the the, uh, the outside world or use that as their factories. But like, I don't know what this robot's deal is. <laughs> it's like. Yeah, but, and like also the fact that it's kind of like not appeared in the more recent episodes. It's like they want you to sort of forget about it for a while, so it surprises you when it comes back. But like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that, that, is it following them? Like, why is it following them? Because if they don't have the music box, what's even like pulling it towards them? Mm. Oh, maybe it's like drawn to Anne because she's a human or something. <gasps> they don't have the yeah, don't they don't forget. have music box with them. What else could it be? Also, it has them the for? glowing eyes. Oh, Anne does? No, I think the robot does. No, I'm talking about Anne has something like in the first season premiere, remember? She has. Like when she uh, gets angry, she yeah, goes into she the Avatar stage. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> God, I forgot about that. So, <laughs> they, I mean, that's a good theory, though, that like humans, because there were definitely humans in this universe before, because the music box exists and was in our universe. And then this implies that they were there before and they made the technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. So, uh, what so if that, what uh, if I just saw something? What if the king in disguise he's actually human disguised as a newt? 
That would be weird. Wait, who? Uh, like, the robot? If the king is if the king is somehow a human, that's oh. uh, dressed up. Well, we haven't seen him. Yeah, maybe that's it. We, okay, that would actually explain more why he would want to go to the human world than just being an evil king and wanting power. If he's a lost human oh, yes. who could oh, never make no. it back the first time, and he's a human, so like he was able to control all these amphibians and make his whole society waiting for the chance to return. His scheme of like having all these like girls lined up for his plot makes way more sense to me. <laughs> That's so gross. Yes. Uh, I love it. Yeah, it's so I mean, strange. Yeah. <laughs> Expected it in this show, but I like it. All of a sudden, I, I think that's a possibility. <laughs> yeah, that could totally happen. Oh, oh that's God. gross. Um, another like element. That... I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, a- another element that we have here, Wax Museum, which we'll get more specifically into <laughs> later. But like the fact that he has this this disc man thing and mentions that it came from Newtopia does allude to the fact that they have other human artifacts mm-hmm. and like yeah. seemingly old, older stuff. So I think that that's also another thing to consider that there's there's possibly that there used to be a more open human portal in the past and maybe mm. that's how they got stuff before. Mm. Maybe the robots are involved with that because that technology seems to predate the music box. But I feel like maybe the music box is so that's what's weird because the robots are science and the music box seems to be magic. Maybe it actually is like a scientific portal just in a music box for some unknown reason. (laughs) Magic and science are just one in the same. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like that. I always love when that happens. God, if, if we've already done like Shira, and so exactly, it's like, are we gonna do another yeah. magic versus science thing? And that's also yeah. why it's also the way I feel about Anne and Sasha. That just be repeat of Shira, and you know, hey now, well, <laughs> actually, kinda, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, with with Sasha and Grime, um, we we get that we get check uh, check in on them in in Toad Catcher. Grime's a bit run down. He's uh, got a beard. <laughs> watching watching some Suspicion Island, and and Sa- Sasha is the one to reinvigorate him o- over the course. While Grime also like digs into her psychology. Um, th- th- this is Good our team. only our only Sasha check in. Um, a- Ali, how are you feeling about? Uh, <laughs> Uh, about the all dynamic that. so much it's just so good i really like i mean steve was talking about how they or no that they're the same as like azula and zuko but i like that the fact that they kind of share a similar trauma with their like need to be at the top of a hierarchy and need for like mm-hmm. attention mm-hmm. and i really <laughs> i appreciated grime being in like a state of depression just drinking soda watching bad television like <laughs> that's that's the state we're all in right now because we're all locked in. Um, no, go ahead. Oh, and I give him credit to the fact that in that state, he's still able to be sort of a psychiatrist for Sasha. Mm-hmm. So. I know, right? How is he so aware? Maybe that's just how it is. Like, you can't deal with your own stuff, but you can be very yep. aware of somebody else's stuff. Well, mm-hmm. well, he, he, he's how? a good friend to Sasha. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and they're like he is, best honestly. friends at the end of it. It's so cute. And, and, and I'm pretty sure, though, the fact Sasha is so attached to Grimes that Grimes is probably the best father figure she has had her entire life. So that would be that's a little hint sad. of Sasha's. Yeah, I know. That's why I, I'm pretty sure Sasha's home life is very dark, and that's why she probably may not want to go back. So 
sadness. I, in my head, I, mean, like, I, I understand where she's coming from because, like, I, it, when you do see Sasha and Anne together in the flashback, what really ticks her off is when Anne says she wants to go spend time with her family for her birthday party. Mm-hmm. So if Sasha's mm-hmm. like, you know, kind of triggered by positive, healthy family dynamics, oh, because no. have that, I do think like even if Grimes isn't like a straight up father figure, he's at least a, a, a positive older mentor, which again is something she could really be needing in her life right now. And she happened to find it in Amphibia. She <laughs> I kind of wonder though. Also, now Grimes have any family? His life, his backstory. Did he lose family in his like, younger days? Grimes was definitely not hugged as a child. You can just. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine him being like a general was like a little baby. Is like, yeah, oh. like he had a military <laughs> dad who she like found yeah. even though he's a baby. And can <laughs> I forget more detail I talked about before about Sasha like and the toes how they connect in terms of their bullies who've been bullied. I think the reason like Sasha probably maybe like like bullies people and they're like in adolescent life is because. Probably she's bullied by like her parental figures and whatever. And I feel the same thing is with Grimes and the Toads with the Newtopians on uh, bullying the frogs, pretty much because they're just taking out their vent anger of being pushed around by the, these lizards on the frogs. I think that also it, like not that it isn't that simple, but it definitely also ties into the fact like that they weren't getting as much attention or like some anything something that they needed when they were growing up and that's like this is the only way they know how to interact with people is to get them to fear you to like you like because it's a good tactic i mean it's not good but it's a tactic that works it's effective yeah yeah if they really wanted to push sasha really in a a direction of just fit out rage because the one thing they got to do is probably might have to kill off grimes can you imagine what she would do yes you said it oh yeah because there's uh, (laughs) Well, we'll have to kill him off, but at the least let her think he's killed off. <laughs> at the very least, just just uh, gain that little anger, that little it's that she might just go insane. Well, I, I do want to ask, like in terms of like where Sasha's headspace is at right now with Anne, because like it, at, at the beginning of the episode is like her like if, if, um, you know exercising her her anger at them, like kicking the, around their wooden effigies, uh, like uh, Grime. Uh, Let's it out. I was like, no, you're upset that you lost your friend and that you'll never like get her back or whatever. And, yeah. and, th- and then like at the end, uh, she, she like looks off into the distance and it's like, it's not over between us, not even close. So it's like, I, I'm, I'm curious what, what you guys feel in terms of like, is it already like, uh, a lost cause is there still like a hope of friendship there like well, well what are we, where are we at with like this? you can't ask us this Alex, after how can you ask after- that like, of course <laughs> uh, i mean like again when she's when she's like fighting all the mannequins she hesitates with ands before taking it out there's obviously mm. a lot of it's complicated I- like Ants never canonically stood up to her before in their entire life and they were childhood friends that's gonna hurt on a really personal and, level and, and but also I- like, yeah, I agree with Allie. Like, maybe she, like, Sasha really doesn't know how to not have dynamics with people that doesn't involve her controlling them. So, like, she really doesn't know how to approach this now. I feel like if this is going to be her Zuko alone season, where she's kind of well, on that's the, the Azula action, side of her, actually. She's going to have to do some soul searching before she can find Anne again. And by then, maybe they could reconcile. But, like, she's definitely not there yet. It's a and, possibility, though. And if a correct exact words were, 
your relationship will never be the same. same. So, yeah. so yeah, yeah. So you can still be reconciled, but you still have to accept that it's be never going to be yeah, going to be different. It'll be better. Yeah, guys, Catradora happened. Anything is possible. Like I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, this. And this this part of Sasha's story, character, that's the Yozula half, like I said. The sort of so someone who just pushes people around, controls them, and now has to deal with the fact that someone actually stood up to her and she's got to deal with it. That's pretty much Azula's character arc. So, well, the Zuko character arc is more yeah. objectionate. So, um, in this episode, also, uh, I some one of you mentioned General Yunnan in the in the opening. I think it was Michelle. Um, we have uh, this is probably one of the more standout new, new characters uh, this season. Uh, she got really crazy poses. Needs to r- r- repeat herself very often. Um, just has a very uh, interesting character design. That, sure. that 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 pointy hair is really something. I'm pretty uh, sure she's a. Dragon Ball she's character. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> that, that's not what I thought. I was just going to be like, yeah, she's a new. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dragon Ball is uh, happening too much this year. I'm not a fan of it. I, I feel like uh, I've also seen comparisons of the poses to JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. No. Oh, I'm kind of wondering, has she like, has she and Marcy like met, crossed paths, like, since ooh, she's part of the Newtopia? Maybe. She's from Utopia, so it's possible. And I wonder, yeah. are we going to bump into her? Is she going to go like, Go into the capital like with Anne and everyone with the planters. You're just going to interact in the future. What if? Oh, she might say like, "Oh, they they bested me," but like, I'll get them, and then like that'll make the planter family and Anne aware that Sasha and Grimes are like out there mm-hmm. doing stuff, yeah, even yeah. if they don't meet them for a while. I could see oh, that. Oh wait, man! I just realized too that when she met Sasha, she was not really shocked or anything by this yeah, creature, she- this human being there. So. The key yeah. might have let everyone in about these the human characters in the world. Well, also, if she's from Newtopia, she must have met uh, Marcy, and maybe they're together. Maybe yeah. they're, like, rivals, or maybe they're best friends, like Anne and Sprig are, and I wouldn't know how to feel yeah. about that. Yeah. Uh, I, I think you <laughs> and, and Marcy would totally, like, be into each other. Like, they both got similar, like, high energy, you know, wanting to, like, fight <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Like, yeah. Wait, then, oh my god, they played D&D together, definitely, because her whole <laughs> Oh, Marcy would be so hyped to teach her in general totally Yunnan right. would be like so aggressively into it like yes i will win this game God, well, what, what, going about her monologue is like okay you're definitely like i don't know a barbarian oh or my something. gosh yes <laughs> well, what, she's what, like what role playing like... in her real life that's exactly. the dream right well, she keeps saying <laughs> she's like defeater of ragnar the wretched what if that's just something that she beat in D? <laughs> <laughs> maybe oh my God, that'd be <laughs> so amazing she's actually a big nerd and she doesn't know how to fight good at all and, <laughs> and she is the like very young for her rank so who knows how the other people treat her so but but they they do have good fight scene we we get some some that they they use a little bit of their extra animation for a fight between (laughs) sasha and and yunan you got like a kind of spinning around them while while they're swinging swords uh uh, there's also a good line when like she like her eyes like really glow down it's like i had an army once they slowed me down and i I just i just that, that that line does a lot for characters. <laughs> I, I I appreciated that that detail there. Um, oh, yeah. uh, wait, man! I just thought, uh, sure, how about Lunian and the uh, Lady Olsen? Like, I kind of want to ship them, maybe. Uh, okay, that that <laughs> Lady Olivia. Olivia, yeah. I keep forgetting. It's oh. Oh, oh, oh no, totally! It's like a knight in shining armor, delicate, oh. rich lady. Wait, you guys are into this? Okay, fine. But it's canonical. 
this time. It's not the fans misinterpreting it for once. I would yes. love that. Okay. Um, every 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 Steve podcaster, some crack ship that, that developed. That's like a not, that's a real but ship though. They both they haven't interacted I, yet. I support this crack hey, ship. It's not an interspecies relationship, at least, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah it's so much better. Uh, yeah, so that, that that's around. Um, let's uh, jump. So we we referenced this episode, um, Wax Museum. I think we need to talk about that. Um, I will say I have never watched Gravity Falls. It was still a funny episode to me, but like I recognize the references. They don't do much for me. Um, of you guys, who, have all of you watched the Gravity Falls? Or, or I guess yes. Yeah. Yes. I think it's uh, okay. So, so pl- please illuminate me on uh, as a Gravity Falls fan, or, or at least a watcher, like uh, how the, how this episode went for you guys. Cringy, oh, cringy. Okay, interesting. Like I mean, it was. I mean, it's funny. All right, yeah. but I was not a fan in general. I mean, it it, it's, it just yeah. it felt very pandering to fan service-y, you not, know. And it's not the same seeing Grunkle Stan, just no family, pretty much just. Yeah, yeah I was like waiting for the twins to pop out. Stand. Like a greedy, like, I'll straight up wax you as you're alive, yeah. Grunkle Stan. Which also, is like, where was Wendy for Sprig to crush on? I was waiting for her to pop <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, Sprig is taken Allie. He is. Oh, he is. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I I could see pretty much, I could put, I really think to this show, Amphibia and Owl House, they're part of this Gravity Falls universe. I think maybe one day Disney Channel might do this massive three-way crossover. I'm waiting for that. Uh, we, we got a frog Seuss, which is just Seuss as a frog, I suppose. That was the best part, honestly, yeah. because he broke the fourth wall. I do like uh, the Fromes a lot. I was just like, that's yeah, the that's dumbest thing I ever heard. I love it. I love oh, that Mr. one. Babylock is good. Shut up, Vault Frog Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, that, that impression was actually Steve. good, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I like the shots fired. Have you been licking yourself again, Lion? Yes, like, I like that one. That's very good. Yeah, that that part was the best, I think. <laughs> otherwise, I was just cringing the whole time. I was like, "Please stop! This is just uh, making me want to watch Scrappy Balls." I also kind of enjoyed when he's getting pulled into the closet and like red stuff is coming out. Yeah, like, calm down, everyone. It's just wax like that. Uh, that's just a. Wax. That, uh, that's, that's a very later, irreverent Hallett's Hirsch style joke. So, and then later though they said he's dead, like he's dead, dead. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> not that curious. So, like, what was that about? <laughs> Are you yeah, sure? I, 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 I think Hot Pop is jumping the gun, personally. Yeah, but. that was oh, so funny. I hope he's alive. Um, the important thing is we made it out except for that curator he's dead that's <laughs> <laughs> why i find though the fact that that's uh, that's bill form that's goofy saying lines like that it just it's makes so me crack good. up i don't want to know that i hate knowing that because so you know, I, I, I want to be this pure just like crazy frog guy i don't and want like, to think about other characters he's gonna have a moment where he goes falling off a cliff i'm sorry but there are times when i hear the goofy's voice in him like just certain lines he says that, that just sounds like him for some it's reason. The same accent, so it makes sense, yeah. and it's very it's, it's like, like southern like, versus normal goofy, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, oh, wait, let's hear other like notable new new characters. Uh, yeah. So we uh, crumpet. We 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 we've already. <laughs> 
talked about. <laughs> I want to say oh, Renee. Renee got. Who's Renee? I don't the, even remember. That's the 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 the, the theater lady. Yeah, my friend, oh, my friend who? Kermit loved her, so I'm just saying, <laughs> a crush who? on her. Hold um, on, have- oh wow, the, the, that, that episode where, where the, the episode where Hop Pop is wanting to be in a play, oh. and, and it's the, yeah. the frog that's got like a beret and glasses, you know. And, I, and I'm hoping though, in the it's the big finale that she might come back, maybe be like an ally, help us, and against whoever. She's in jail now. So. I don't know. She <laughs> could be useful. I kind of understand her plight, though, honestly, because it's all about, like, well, like, nobody supports the arts anymore. We gotta pay our bills somehow. It's like, yeah, like, maybe schools should stop cutting funding for art programs and only funding (laughs) science and math. Because we'll have to steal the money otherwise. Like, I get where she's coming from there. Mm -hmm. I love that they got Susan Egan to play her, too, because that's just perfect. Perfection. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, the also fact that, that she and Hop Up, it's like the arts don't get supported. Farmers are really underappreciated. And I'm, yes. and I'm, and I'm sorry, I love Lunar, what's her name? But the fact that she was introduced a week after Renee sort of took some of that impact off. I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, she had a tough act to follow. I mean, I'm like, I don't remember these names. <laughs> Yeah, the I general. Can't really see that thin air, see you. It's impressive. The general, the general, like the. Oh, you know. Oh my god, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, I feel so bad not being able to say her name for real. She's like one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad not remembering any of my favorite characters. Period. General Yunan, the scourge of the Sandwars, defeater of Ragnar. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, oh, Isn't oh. Ragnar an actual like? God in Greek mythology or something. Probably it does sound like sure. Nordic. No, like, not kind of like sorry, Thor, Norse mythology. Right? Like, uh, yeah. Ragnarok. Uh, like, yes. Yeah, that's probably the right one. Yeah. I've seen it. I've heard that in other fiction too, so Ragnar. it must be real. Uh, I do want to mention the caravan named Desire. Very anti-theater kids. Uh, we're re- yeah, really that, taking a taking a pot shot. At, at I was triggered. Someone who wrote that was sure was hurt by the cool theater kids in their school. And my school theater kids were not cool, so I like kind I like I could understand it, but not personally. Yeah, in my school all the theater kids got like two hundred and forty thousand no, two hundred and forty on their SATs, so they were cool. <laughs> Dang. They were all the smart kids who took like AP Calc and did football and I was Wait, like that what? age. I know theater- it was and talks and smart. How is that allowed, Allie, mm-hmm. to have those three things? We will talk about it on the Owl House podcast and because it's allowed. <laughs> okay. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, um, just like other like stuff, um, Hot Pop. You know, he's he's our fave, and he's had a bunch of mm-hmm. of moments in this season. Yeah. Um, Michelle, as as foremost Hot Pop stand on this podcast, I believe. Uh, do you have any highlights that you want to pull out for him? Please. What's well, the- the the he's deadline that Allie did was like so fucking. <laughs> he just nonchalantly with Anne is like, so do you have a boyfriend back home? Uh, okay. I was just like, yeah. pop, pop, what are you doing? Like, why are you introducing this? To us? This is so awkward. <laughs> I love that yeah. he can't stand the silence. It's very mm-hmm. relatable. I don't just do anything but that. Oh, and I guess for how, how weird nature in that episode that. And and Popeye, they were like the parental figures to Sprig and Polly. I kind of find that interesting how sometimes Anne's like, instead of being the older siblings, she's just the parent. Well, it's also a very older sibling thing to be like, ugh, the yeah, younger yeah. Ki- siblings can't <laughs> stop being annoying. 
Listen, yeah. as the younger sibling, we are very annoying. <laughs> as the younger sibling, I can concur that. As an only child, I really don't know. <laughs> uh, wow, am I the only older sibling here? Interesting. Yeah, uh, Alex, you're outnumbered. I'm wow. so sorry, Alex. Also, a hop hop in uh in Mar Mar hop up in Marcy, you know, like being just very gushy about anybody recognizing his plight as a farmer. Is it was like, too precious. Would you like to be adopted? Like it's so good. <laughs> hop is his prime form in that episode. Just like you like vegetables and you care about farmers' rights. Like, please be my second human daughter. Yeah, I'm he's right like, Where now. are the adoption papers? Can I sign? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I really love that Marcy is just very interested in the world, and she does all her research, and she's just perfect. Yeah, yeah like that's she knows thing. her she, stuff. She, she's physically clumsy, but she makes up for it in like really, really high intelligence. Yeah. So, so. Can't she's relate, like, but would want to. You know what? She's exactly reminds me of her, her personality. She reminds me of Professor Zeg from Avatar: Last Airbender, just how he's interested in every little thing. She oh, the boxing safe. Like their benefits. Yes. She's like regularly <laughs> experimenting to make like potions and stuff to use. Like, cause yeah. she just yeah. Have, Again, the entrapta. She doesn't have Anne's raw strength um, and like athleticism, so she uses like experiments to kind of like be of use on a battlefield, which is like very different approach, but equally effective, I would say. And I love that like yes. she can be completely useful, but in a completely different skill set than Anne and Sasha. I think that's really cool. She's um no alchemist isn't a D and D class but one of those things. I'm pretty those sure things? something's some wrong with her cape. Master, I don't know. Yes, <laughs> I'm pretty sure something wrong with her cape. It's got to be flammable. There's something <laughs> up why she keeps going on fire. It's got to be flammable. <laughs> uh, I, I'm sure she'll she'll figure it out. Uh, no, yeah, we 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 have Sprig and Polly. You know they're 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 along for the ride. Uh, I'll uh, I'll at least say that like I, I feel like. There, because because of the fact that this the story is getting bigger, I, I got the sense at least that they're they're being kind of sidelined a little bit. But like, uh, I don't know about you guys. Interesting. Uh, the episode of the bunch, I think. I was thinking the yeah. same thing, though more so Sprig than Polly, but maybe because I'm more used to like Polly sort of being on the sideline. So. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think Polly has the least focus. Like she's had her own episode, which was nice, but I feel like. Sprig, it feels like much more of a downset for Sprig just because he was so central to Anna in the first season, but now Anne's kind of she's meeting her old friends. So mm-hmm. like I get it, but I feel like he's not gonna go away. Like the and fact it, that we spent a lot of time with him being suspicious of Marcy and she like did have to win him over to get his respect, like proves that like his opinion still matters and he still has a place here and, in the plot. And, and I'm sh- and I won't be surprised this stuff the season two finale, Polly gets her legs. Well, yeah, it was. Yes. She'll get him really I'm soon. So excited for Polly to like ditch that bucket for real, you guys. <laughs> so then she can uh, be even more annoying everywhere. Yes, with buck legs. <laughs> uh, I also, I did find it interesting that uh, we we stuck with the suspicious angle for Sprague and not really getting into like jealousy or anything like that. Because uh, mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's going to be something at some point. Mm-hmm. Like as mm-hmm. Anne like gets closer to her human friends. Well, is gonna at least, at least ones that don't try to kill her. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, a- any uh, any other um, amphibious, like particular amphibious topics that you guys want to get into before we begin wrapping up here, um, Michelle? Anything that we haven't touched on yet? 
I mean, I feel like we covered all the major things. Like, honestly, I am really curious about the plot. I, like, didn't really care about the plot last season. So I feel like that's, like, definitely a change for me. I I want more Hop Pop. Like, he's already had quite a few episodes, which is great. Um, I don't know. Maybe more Bessie Focus. I was shook that. Okay, this is, like, a personal thing. But, like, at the end of Marcy at the Gates, when Anna is sh- so- showing Marcy, like, through her phone picture, she's like, Here's Domino 2. I was like, oh my god, the great Domino 2 <laughs> callback of season two. I am so happy. Yeah. If we could great. see more Domino 2s, like that's on my wish list, but like we don't need to. I I was just love that. I think we need to. We gotta find yeah! a hotline. So there's gotta be like a herd a herd of them somewhere. Oh yeah, and then they're all gonna get god. captured and probably mm-hmm. almost eaten. <laughs> They'll do the eating once they change their form into butterflies or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, uh, Ali, any any final amphibia thoughts you want to get in here? I did touch on this at the beginning of the pod. I really am, supr- again, pleasantly surprised with just Disney in general, but with this show, how they're building the world and like how different communities interact with each other or kind of influence each other, obviously, because, you know, that's how the world works. Like we have the farmers, like middle, lower class, then we have the military. And I'm very, very excited to see how they're going to, kind of bring everything together for better or worse probably worse just for everybody <laughs> involved um i'm a big fan of um like real world issues in animated shows even if they're different like you can still relate to them um but like michelle said i'm kind of curious where this season is going because i can't really tell but with the king now that i know it's the king it's not gonna be good mm. and i'm ready for it yeah it's gonna we, keep we, being we, sketchy Yes, we, we've definitely got a lot of elements here. Some mm-hmm. of them, not sure how they're connected yet, and mm-hmm. I, I, I'm excited to see how how, how those dots get uh, mm-hmm. get put together yeah. at some point. Um, Steve, any final thoughts here? Well, besides like more references to '90s stuff, I mean, that <laughs> tugs in my heart. The oh, yeah. how, how, how did you, how did you feel about nobody knowing what a disc was? <laughs> ah, that's all right. <laughs> I haven't used this in a long time. The thing about Skipman, <laughs> I, 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 I don't remember like portable CD players having the, like Skipman thing, but maybe it was. But it does sort of make sense. Skipman means you can skip tracks, which is something you couldn't do in the old record player, really. Well, so I, I, I believe oh, it's a play on Discman because Discman yeah. was yeah. a popular brand. Okay, that was a real thing. Okay, that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Was that the nineties yeah. or was that the early two thousands though? Because yeah, it makes me think say. like two thousand two or something. Early two thousand nineties are the same thing to this generation. So they are. <laughs> not nineties and seventies. We know the difference. Uh, according oh, to Wikipedia, the first one was in 1984, and in 1997 they changed hey. the name to Discman. Okay. okay. Um. um so oh, what else? The 2000s. Um, I'm also interested to see what happened when the three girls do like get together. Um, like I said, I think they like. Are they like sort of like the three of them have going to unleash some super like power, like some like mega like laser thing um i don't know what the king wants them for <laughs> but um it's interesting to see i kind of want to see the idea though of seeing the uh all the, the the three species actually put aside their little prejudices against each other and work together so and maybe if this series lasts long enough i could definitely picture a earth like season or at least half a season in which the planters oh. are on earth and they have to get back so, be so but that's chaotic. if the series lasts two long so we'll see i mean maybe it's the right time and that won't happen uh, i would love to see hop pop interacting with human technology that 
that's like what dreams are made of. He's like, that's I don't just, feel safe. Human technology. Yeah, I don't feel safe every second. Human technology, yes. I don't want them to go to Earth because I don't really want to have in my head the thought of what their size actually is. Say that. I don't know. in proportion to humans because Anne exists. I'm just worried, like, what if they get to France? Because you know what happens there. Dream episode. How about at least each episode when Anne dreams that the uh that the planters are in human form and let's see what they would look oh, like. Oh god. <laughs> I mean I mean well, kind of horrifying I, I to will, think about. Like hey like also like what if like the human shrunk on their way to amphibia? Like what if oh. like, these are like normal frog size and we're, these are tiny humans. Oh, I like that. <laughs> that would explain why the bugs are so big. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, maybe I'm in favor of this after all. At least in like an AU episode. <laughs> yeah, just one. Just give us one episode. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that that will conclude our amphibian discussion for now. Um, up to this point, uh, I believe we still have a like a, we're we're scheduled through like five weeks of uh, or th- four weeks four. of more amphibia episodes. Um, like it's a lot, lots of Newtopia focused stuff. We got a lost in Newtopia. There's one called A Day at the Aquarium, which I, I I'm aware that like aquarium dates are like a shipping trope yes. thing. So yes. like, See, I, are I, they? I, yeah, yeah, because yeah, you get um, to like look at the fish and nobody's around, and then you kiss. Ooh, are you for real? <laughs> Like yeah. been on a date. Uh, see, see, bloom into you. Um, yes. <laughs> but anyway, so I, I, I'm just holding out hopes for something to happen there. But uh, Wait, <laughs> who though? <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> Do I want to uh, know? Uh, Wait a minute. What if the Mar- Mar- Marcy Anne is the top of of the pool? Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll accept Anne and some new female character. Um, Sprig Ann is at the very bottom, but like, still, really? That, that that? Be, oh my god, Dylan would be so excited for Spran. Right, I know, I, that's I'm not personally uh, supporting it, but I'll be Olivia. happy for the people who ship it. I mean, not even Sprig supports Spran, so what are you gonna do about that? You know, yeah. it's like it's so dead. Oh man, what about Sprig and that, that snobby actor guy? Actor oh god, kid, he's trying to impress, he's trying to impress him so badly. Sprig is above that nonsense, Steve. <laughs> What's his girlfriend's name? He, do, he's, he has taken. Yeah. It's like two of them. There's one here, the crush on, and then there's his fiance. So I yeah, well, when are, when are we getting the Ivy comeback? Yeah, that's Ivy, yes. She could kick so much butt in New York. I know. They should have brought her. They really <laughs> should have. One with a hot pot seemed to have a romantic thing with a grandma, and Sprig had something like a crush oh, yeah. on the granddaughter. That just, that just didn't just just comforting for me. Just expanding the family, Steve. That's what it is. They all arranged marriages. Yeah. Oh, we forgot Anne's amazing hunter dance. Talk about the dance. It's just the shots and just like the weird hallucination of Sprig as the floating head of encouragement. It was just like so trippy and I loved it. (laughs) You make a good point about the animation with that scene, though. It was good. In theme. Mm -hmm. No, not in theme. Tied. Oh, my God. (laughs) With the music. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, go, go, go Sprig, like, singing some rock song, and then Ed's just like, shut yeah. up. It's like, okay. <laughs> they have a lot of songs in these past few episodes. Wasn't there one in the, maybe not the Polly episode, but there was one in something else. Yeah, I, I think they've, they've, they've let Sprig be more musical. Not that, that, uh, but, like, but I'm more excited to see more of Olivia. Uh, she kind of, she seems sort of more, kind she of a snob. 
This we is know kind literally of like, nothing about her. I know, but we've, we've, we've got of... 60 seconds of her. That's but why it's yes, great, we've... Allie. If you know nothing about a character, they can it's be true. anything you want. That's yeah, true. You, you can what if she's so... the feudal lord and not the handmaiden? She's the king. She's puppeteering the king behind <gasps> Oh, herself. wow, actually, yeah. What a great work. persona that would be. Yeah. If this podcast is any indication, you can fit so many headcanons into this bad boy, so just keep them rolling. Suddenly, I'm intrigued. So, on, on that note, uh, we will wrap up here. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, you can find out more about us at OverlyAnimated.com. You can find us on Discord if you want to chat with us about Amphibia or any other show we cover at OverlyAnimated.com slash Discord. Uh, you'll find a lot of Marcy screenshots from this morning from the freakout. So, so join if you want to live reactions to these episodes. Um, so you can support us via Patreon at Patreon.com slash OverlyAnimated. Thanks to all of our current patrons especially our patron of the podcast sam uh thanks to our patreon executive producers ryan steve beatrice hugh michael needle and phonician uh besides amphibia as mentioned we are covering the other big disney show right now the owl house uh we, uh what other shows are around uh, like uh, owl house is so big in my mind i, I can't Let think of coming up yeah, Ladybug is around. If Infinity uh, Train, you're in the middle of that, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, we're right. in the middle of Infinity Train. Right, <laughs> God, this right. week is kind of like a mess. And I have <laughs> yeah, I know, I, I, I'm, I'm a mess. Yeah, like I, I can't <laughs> keep, Alex, keep... we're all a mess. It's not just you. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. We're on yeah, this listen. burning ship together. Yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, we are covering a wide variety of shows here, and we'll be back at some point to talk Amphibia again if some uh, if the next major event that, that happens. Uh, we're, we're excited wherever Amphibia goes. Or right? a hiatus. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what, what happens in these next coming weeks, but until then, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.